This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, happy Friday, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for September 24th, episode 2774, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. Congratulations. You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Guess what? It's National Punctuation Day. And how perfect is that for a really bad ads day? (laughs) <laughs> Let's see, are people going to over-punctuate or under-punctuate or not punctuate? Oh my God, I can't wait to find out. We're going to find happen. out in about a half an hour how people are doing this week with their punctuation. It's also, when I look this up, a national, and this is something I have not heard about in a long time, it's National Cherry's Jubilee Day. What? Have you ever had Cherry's Jubilee? I don't, I couldn't even tell you if I know what it is. It's a dessert. So it's the, yes. it's, they take these cherries and they, and they put them in like a syrup, like a really sweet syrup and they cook them down and then they put ice cream on them and then they set them on fire. Oh, okay. Well, That's cherry. Shit, cherry I have too, that please. every night. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, a standard. I figured since you knew the queen, also. you were having cherries ju- jubilee every day. I don't see. I'm looking at your notes, and it says Queen Victoria, and she and I never spent any no, time no. together. <laughs> That's when it was started. So I looked up Cherry's Jubilee, and this is the rabbit hole I went down this morning. Apparently, during Queen Victoria's time in the 1800s, uh, she had this cook. His name was August Escafer. I don't know. He's probably French. Um, I'm sure that's August. Augusta. Ooh, Auguste. Auguste, something like that. Uh, He prepared this dish for her for one of her Jubilee celebrations, which is going to tie into a story we have later in the show today. However, the original method didn't include ice cream. He just poached the cherries in a simple syrup and poured them or poured warm brandy over them and then lit them on fire. So nobody cares. Literally spent all this time. I am just saying. Researching now, and nobody cares. Everybody's going to be out looking for a restaurant that serves Cherry's Jubilee today. No, they're not. No, they're not. (laughs) Move on. We don't have much to talk about in the show today. We do. I've come up with all sorts of fun things to talk about. I've got a new, I've got a, um, for those who are huge fans of The Princess Bride, I have a farm boy story for you. I have a new farm boy. I had visitors at my house this week. I've got sound horses and lame horses. I've got all sorts of horses I can tell you about. I'll keep everybody entertained because our first guest, we can't find them. So either they're going to be here or they're not. Let's do Daily Winnie's. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it is time for Daily Winnies, and that means it's birthday time. Whoa. Glitchy! (laughs) 
I think uh, that was me that was glitchy. Uh, Carrie Garvey's <laughs> birthday. These are auditors that have birthdays, by the way. Carrie Garvey's birthday, Danny Russell's birthday, and Kate Cook's birthday. And thank God they were all easy to say today. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, my daily Winnie goes out to one of our auditors, too, who actually was driving through town and stopped by to say oh, yeah. hello. Robin, Robin Donahue. Yeah. She lives down in Texas and had bought some uh, or had a carriage made. She has a carriage driving business where she does weddings. And she drove up to, you know, I don't know, Canada. Indiana or Illinois. That's where they make all the carriages. <laughs> so, I don't know. It was the Amish built. It was beautiful. I got to see was it. Was it nice? Took- yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's very nice. And then, uh, would you get married in it? Would you sit in it as a bride? I, yeah, that's a tough one because you and I have always discussed don't involve (laughs) horses in weddings. But the fact that she is a professional, that probably, yeah. It probably okay. I've seen what her horses do in those Indian weddings, and uh, yeah, yeah. If they put up with that, they can put up with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so that's cool. You got to see you got to see uh, one of our listeners. That's cool. Yeah, she came by and and hopped on Duke and took him for a spin. And and uh, I only provided the fanciest tack. I was like, "Here's a bareback pad and dually halter. Go for a ride." <laughs> You're so sophisticated there with your Cherry's Jubilee and no saddle. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> We had a, a visitor, too. Helena stopped by, of course, my first co-host years ago on Stable Scoop and host of Stall and Stable here on the network, who won an award at the at the uh, awards last week. Uh, but she stopped by and spent a couple of nights with Jennifer and then uh, got to stop by for one night. And it was just so nice to catch up and visit and uh, chat. We haven't seen each other in a while. So we both had visitors. You know, I noticed something about her show. She sounds... Very professional. She's very NPR. And all the audio yes. is correct, yes. and her diction is perfect. Yes. Maybe we would win an award if we didn't do crap like we do now. <laughs> no, because I'm not going to go through all that. And I, my diction will never be that good. Uh, we got to do, like, vocal warm-up exercises, you know? <laughs> all the things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, if we didn't do that when we were doing Stable Scoop together either, so I don't know where that came from. She started her own show and all of a sudden she got uh she got correct diction i don't know uh, it sounds mm-hmm. really professional it does hey yeah. so um i was don't count be- on that here by the way if no, anybody, it's, no that's not it's gonna just happen gonna get the crap you get yeah, yeah you can you if you need <laughs> like some npr stuff you can yeah we have other shows for that <laughs> go re- listen yeah. to retired racehorse um, yes very <laughs> with joy yeah she's she's a professional one over there so she's yeah, so yeah. organized yeah. and like she does everything i just i just there's a reason jamie like, and i do a show together because <laughs> this is what you get <laughs> it's lucky we've been able to get it done all these times you're the one who this morning you were like i don't want to work today yeah, i really like, didn't Man, i was I- like i wanted to didn't. but and then our guest is uh it's gotten tied up or something so it's a guestless show today i think apparently i mean they might pop in we don't know hey, it could happen you got a new employee Tell us about that. Yes. So you're not going to believe this, Glenn. Are you sitting down? You might want to because I got a phone call the other day, uh-huh, like uh-huh. one where my phone rang. You no. And I, more importantly, did you answered it? And I answered it because it was a local number, and I was like, okay, well, maybe. So I, I the phone rang, and I answered it, and on the other end of the line was a 20 year old 
college student and his name is farm boy. That's what we'll call him on the show. And farm boy <laughs> called and he's like, hi. And he's from, from Texas. So they think he had a Dallas. Kind of like that's... a pool boy story. No, oh, no, 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 no. Don't be no. weird. Okay, um, he's just 20. Checking. I'm just <laughs> checking. He could be my child. <laughs> so Far- Farmer called and, and he said, hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm from Texas and I've done a lot of riding and, and breaking horses up in Montana. And uh, I'm now a student at OU. I'm, he's got a very Texas drawl. I can't do it right. But um, he's like, I'm, j- I'm interested in learning what you do. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, send me your resume, blah, blah, blah. Give me an email, hung up. Then I started thinking, I'm like, he did not Facebook me. He did not Instagram me. He did not Snapchat me. He did not text message. This is somebody who's serious. He picked up the phone at 20 years old and made a call. So he sent me his resume and it's been, you know, he's been in Montana breaking horses. So I was like, I messaged him back and I was like, hi. So I don't know if you know what I do here, but it is very different than what you've been doing. <laughs> okay. This is not Texas. This is not Montana. This is this is a girl who uses nonviolent training methods and uses the horse's language to help train the horse. And I, so I wrote him back and I was like, that's what I said. And he was like, no, I, I've, I've heard all about it. And I'm really interested in learning what you do. And I was like, hot dang. All right. I'm going <laughs> to save another one. Come on, baby. So I had him meet me out here and he drives up in this. Just picture it. This old beat up pickup truck, you know, pulls in. You hear it coming from a mile away because he's a college student and that's Jeff, his old beat up farm truck. He gets out of the car. Glenn, he is six, five, has the cowboy hat, the belt buckle, the jeans, the Western shirt, everything. Oh my gosh. And he is the politest, calls me ma'am. He's yes, ma'am. I'm like, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> I had to cut that out because you're kind of making me feel old. But <laughs> Chad's met him. It's like he's a very impressive young man. He's doing. He's like in college for big brain stuff, but also just really likes horses and would like to learn. And I told him, I was like, "Well, if you're going to learn, you're going to work." I don't. I'm like, I know you can't. He couldn't pay for lessons, so I was like, "Then you're going to muck out, and you're going to clean waters, and you're going to sweep the aisle, and you're going to do." things around here. And he's like, that's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind doing some work. Yeah. And so as of yesterday, I had to do that. Like, do you have any, you're being awful quiet. Do you oh, I'm questions? listening. <laughs> I'm just waiting for a punchline. I, I, I can't, I can tell you. So, so yesterday I've kind of do that obligatory, like put them on and see, like, I was like, okay. So he, <laughs> I said, I don't really have a saddle for Duke. He kind of prefers the bareback pad. He, uh, I was like, I'll have his English saddles or a bareback pad. So cowboy, what are you going to do? And so he says, I, I brought my own tack. I was like, well, heck, let's see that. So he goes <laughs> and he gets it out of the back of his truck. And it is this like wet roping saddle from, you know, 1920. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing it well used and well worn. And yeah. he slaps that puppy over his shoulder. There's a rope attached, a back cinch attached oh. <laughs> to the girl. And like, and, and everything. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, you're going to have to take that off. You're going to have to take that off. You're going to have to take that off. We're going to move that around. <laughs> We're going to do all this stuff. And I was like, and my horse 
is very old and swayed back. He's 28. Because of course I'm not going to put him on like somebody <laughs> who's going to be challenging. I'm putting him on Duke. Like, I don't know. I got to see if this cowboy even knows how to throw that saddle on. I don't know. People always tell me stuff. So I have him get tacked up and you know, that saddle's 900 pounds. And I was like, okay, throw it up on him. Let's see how it fits. He puts it on him. And I was like, mm, we're going to need a different pad. So he pulls the saddle off. Now, again, it's like 900 pounds, but he is six, five and Duke is 16, three. So this is a chat. I mean, that's a challenge for anybody. And then I put another pad on and he, I'm going to put the saddle back on. <laughs> He's it back on. I don't know how Western people do it. Y'all are this like super. Yeah, they have more stuff. muscle than us. I think yes, those yeah. are heavy. <laughs> so then I'm like, nope, we need another pad under there. So I'm like, I make him pull it off a third time. <laughs> and I throw another pad and then. Did I'm he like, just okay, walk out and drive off? <laughs> he still stuck around. And so I've got all the pads situated. I'm like, okay, it's good. And then I was like, you know, Duke, you got to put the girls on slow. You got to walk him around. He gets a little bit uh, claustrophobic. And he tacks him up proper, walks him around, does all the thing, knows how to tack up. I was like, okay, all right, here's the bridle. He puts the bridle on. I was like, dang. Maybe he knows what he's doing. And then I'm like, okay, you can go ahead and hop on over there at the mounting block. And he goes, oh, hey, I'm forgetting the best part. Before any of this tacking, I said, okay, here's the brushes and here's a hoof pick. And he goes, what do you, what do, you do with that? I was <laughs> like, you clean their feet. Why? I said, because that's what you do before you ride. You've got to check their feet and make sure there's no rots in it, you know, and you look when you run your hand down their leg, you're checking for swellings, you know, and all the things. You goes, I ain't never done this unless a horse is limping. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Every time you ride here, for, I mean, it's good horsemanship to check your horse's feet and to pick them out. This boy who has been breaking horses in Montana did not know how to clean out a foot. I didn't know. So I, I had to I, show him. That is kind of surprising. I have to admit. Well, he was just like, I, why would you do that? He's not limping. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, discuss thrush. I discussed. At that point, you were, you were starting to have doubts, weren't you? <laughs> I was, oh, I was getting a little, that's why I was like, bring your saddle over. Let's see it. You know? And then I, he had a rope attached to it. And I was like, yeah, we're not roping anything. And then I was like, Ooh, good test. I was like, I want to see you throw that rope. And so I was like, he's like, what do you want me to do rope? And I was, so I put a bucket out. And I was like, rope the bucket. And I'm like, <laughs> you were just we playing with the poor guy. City boy, <laughs> let's see what you got. And he puts that rope over his head and swirls it around. Rope's a dang bucket. Like, dang it. <laughs> he gets a point there, too. So yeah, did he have you rope a bucket then? I tried it, and I threw it, and it was like if the bucket was at 12 o'clock, I threw the rope, and it hit about 4.30. So, <laughs> not, you going to be getting roping lessons? <laughs> I'm not a skilled roper. I actually realized it didn't with my shoulder. It, oh, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. That, yeah. that, it doesn't move like that, so I wasn't going to do it. Anyway, so I had him get on Duke, and and uh, another thing, I'm like, all right, cowboy, that, uh, that hat you got there? Yeah, that's got to go. Oh, did you make him wear a helmet? Hell, yes, I did. <laughs> Had he ever in his life worn a helmet? Oh, God, no. No, no. <laughs> no. And I was like, I've got one here, and you have to put it on. He did you like, have one big enough? Uh, yeah, it's an adult size. Like, oh, it's an Chad's ovation, would fit one him. of the adjustables, yeah. you know? Fit him, yeah. yeah, so I gave him the helmet, and he was like, what? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> insurance-wise, everybody on this property, if you're on a horse, you legally, ha for insurance purposes, you have to be wearing a helmet. And he's like, 
All right. I can't. So we, I can't I wait go- to hear the end of this. Whether he ever came back, I because I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I said. I I said. I promise. I won't take any pictures of you or post any photos of you. He doesn't know I do this show. Like, no, oh, you I, didn't even tell him that. Well, that's why we're I calling know. him Farm Boy and not uh, his name. I don't want. Uh, <laughs> apparently, his parents are coming in town this weekend. I said, bring him out, and he goes, No, that's all right. <laughs> I was like, What? He goes, Nah, it's all right. Oh, that's funny. I was like, okay, cool. So I put no, him I on don't the want horse. him to meet you. <laughs> no, he's like, no, nah, that's all right. And he's so like Texas Southern. I was like, bring him out. Did it be good? Did it? He's like, no, nah. sorry. <laughs> that's like how he talks. So I'm like, so do you have any siblings? <laughs> yeah, I have a brother and a sister. And that's it. <laughs> What did we say when we were talking over the weekend we were together? We were talking to somebody about the toughest interviews are cowboys. Because they're very polite, but they don't talk. Very (laughs) polite. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And then we really, in this show, we really need sentences and preferably paragraphs. Yes, I would like an energy. Like, give me something. Give me something to work with. Because you know, so anyway, I took him on Duke and I hopped on Peter and we went out on the trails. And these trails, my neighbor cut for his dog walking. So they're not quite, like Duke is 16'3 and this guy's 6'5". So he had to pretty much duck the whole time because the tree branches, it's a mess. I mean, and he got, he finally at the end of the ride, we're finally getting done. And I mean, it's uphill and downhill, but you got to really, there's trees. It's like a yoga He's workout. He's glad he had that helmet on. <laughs> he said to me, Glenn, he goes, I got to tell you, it's pretty nice to have a helmet on going under all these trees. <laughs> I was like, that's why we do it, buddy. That's why we do it. So the adventures of farm boy, Yes. May continue. Has he come back a second time? Well, that was yesterday. Okay. He is supposed to be here at noon today. Oh, are we going to be talking at noon today? What do you mean? Are we going to still be on the show at no, noon? No, no, no. Oh. It's, it's over at 1130 my oh, time. So I'll be darn. getting down there. <laughs> well, you yeah. need to know on Monday. <laughs> you will find out Monday if he ever showed up again. <laughs> Farm boy, making him wear a helmet. Riding the 28-year-old horse, pulling ropes and back cinches off and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Chad just yells out, as you wish. <laughs> so, oh, well, this will be good. This will be interesting to see. Maybe you have a new recruit. He will totally convert to English and take Monty's courses. Yeah, I did say to him, I go, hey, man, I got this, uh, uh, you know, what are we riding around here? Is I've got this bareback pad you can ride on, or I've got an English saddle. He's like... Uh, I ain't never written English before. <laughs> okay. The, uh, it's the first for everything. <laughs> I brought my own title. Well, you should go get that then. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm like, we got stuff to do. I have like six horses to work. I'm like high energy. I got the barn swapped. I got this. And he's just, and not that he's slow. He just talks. So he's deliberate. Slow. He's deliberate. He's very deliberate and yes. very polite and like, Really a nice kid. So I'm really excited to, you know, shape somebody who has never been exposed to this. And he did say that he had told his uncle that he was heading out to go work at a, you know, spend some time at a place that did Monty Roberts. And his uncle is a cowboy. And that's where he gets it from. And he said, I told my uncle I was coming out here. <laughs> and I said, really? What did what did he say? He said, my uncle said that's probably a good idea because he said to he spent 20 years doing it the wrong way and learned this is a lot better way. I was like, oh, my God. 
So That's maybe huge. he wasn't too embarrassed to bring his parents out then. Oh no, he told me his parents. He's like, <laughs> I, I said, I said, so why don't you want to bring your parents out? They get to see the farm and see. I mean, I'm only ten minutes from campus, you know. And he's like, that's all right. And I was like, okay, well, why, why is it, you know, is it me? Did I say something? <laughs> What's wrong with me? And he's like, no, they think horses is a waste of time. Oh, okay. There you go. And <laughs> I was like, all right, it's not me. Okay. Thank God. We're paying for his college and he's spending time at the farm. That's what the problem yes. is. <laughs> he said they, they think school should be number one. Yeah. Not that it's not. No, I'm sure it is in case do. they happen to listen to this by accident. It's, it's totally God. number one. Please do not post anything in the show notes about Farm Boy because I cannot, I do not want no. him to discover this and find out and then I can't talk about him anymore or never come back. He might not come back today. I don't know. Again, still eat it for noon. We'll see what happens. You said all good things about him so far, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. I'm really excited to. to uh, you I have mean, a prospect. I, I, what I didn't, what's not awesome about what I said is how much I tested him ahead of time <laughs> and how he didn't know how to clean a hoof. Other than that, everything was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's uh, something I think we should do next year. It just was announced today. Are you ready for this? And it's about one of your friends. So the queen, what's platinum? Look up how many, I think it's 70. Is platinum 70 years? Is platinum 70 I think it's 70. So um, next year, on May 12th through the 15th, it has been announced to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. They are organizing a show. It's called A Gallop Through History, and it will be on the grounds of Windsor Castle. And what it is, is an evening show for four nights where 500 horses and a thousand performers will create a 90 minute arena. They're calling it a piece of arena theater, which, which will take the audience on a gallop through history from Elizabeth I to present day Queen Elizabeth. 70th anniversary. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. And it's at the same time as the Windsor Castle show that happens every year. So we could see horsey stuff during the day and then go see this at night. Are we going to are we going to London? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm asking if you and Chad, if Chad might Chad would probably be interested in this. I mean, that's pretty cool, right? So I think the four of us need to cover this for the show. What do you think? I don't, no, Chad, I, and I am actually London? being serious. <laughs> for the Platinum Jubilee. And we can see your you know, we can contact the Queen and say, I didn't get to meet you last time when you gave me this award thing. So maybe we could sit in your box. What do you think? In my box? No, in her box. See, oh. we'll ask if we can sit in her box because you know her personally. Right. Yeah. You know, about that, <laughs> um, we actually haven't ever spoken or met or like she's never. She aside wrote you from a letter. The letter. That's like best friend. The letter. Yeah. She's never acknowledged my existence and ha- doesn't call or doesn't write like it's not a thing. So when you are having expectations of me knowing the queen, that's we're not, not going to be in the royal box. Have, we're going to be the I cheap seats. Yeah, I, I, I think security would keep you out. <laughs> oh, so the director said, uh, without giving too much away at this early stage, we have secured some of the best equestrian, military, and musical displays from here and around the world. Having gone and seen the royal tattoo at Edinburgh Castle and how 
freaking fantastic that was. I can only imagine what this is going to be. We really should we really should think about doing this, to be honest. And then we can go see the 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 uh, Royal Windsor show at the same time. Uh, yeah, I'm in. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I think we should. You don't actually. have to ask me twice to go to London. I'll go. And I think we should spend a week there and visit with our listeners. We should have a meetup, uh, and then also maybe visit with a famous farm or two. I think we know some inventors over there that we could visit with their fa- at their famous farms. That'd be kind of cool too. See, I want done. you guys to all listen. Yeah, this is how stuff starts with Glenn. <laughs> And he gets this idea in his head, and then he obsesses over it until he figures out how to do it, pass or fail. It's going to happen, and this is going to uh, encompass the next year of his life. And then at the end of it, he's going to go, God, I'm never doing that again. Because but it's always hard. This is this isn't all my fault. Uh, Royal Windsor Show. Jennifer's always wanted to see that. It's on her bucket list. So this is partly uh, accomplishing that uh, mission, and it's it, it, and it's actually right at her birthday. It's the week of her birthday. So so how did you rope me into this nonsense? Because you have always said we've done these cruises, and you never gotten to go along, and we've always done these things. And you said I want to do a land thing. Well, can you think of a better land thing to do than this? How many listeners do we have in England? We have a few, and I'm thinking that a couple might buy tickets and just fly over. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, we met with listeners last time we were over. <laughs> but we do have a lot of friends in the horse world over there that we could get to see. I can. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You're the detail guy. I'm just, I'm just, and we'll do shows from over there. So I think that's all good. So there you go. I think that's Ladies a thing sold. This is how it starts. This is how it starts. And I just found out about this this morning and I already have all the plans made. So there you go. Here we all are. All right. Chad Sounds has good. to go though, too, because when you guys are doing the boring, you know, stuff for equestrian stuff, then we can go do something fun. Okay. Okay. I'll work on it. You know who would have more fun with you than Chad would is Lucas. So. <laughs> Hey, did you hear about Alex Cruz, the jockey, what he did? No. Did you see the video? You didn't see the video then. And I tried looking for the video, and I couldn't find it. I watched it the other day, and then it disappeared. So uh, this is at Emerald Downs. Where's that? Where's Emerald Downs? Emerald Downs. Oh, uh, New Jersey? gosh. It's in, up in that area. Let me yeah, find it. I think it might be New Jersey. I come so well prepared today for this stuff. Um, so Alex Cruz rode a five-and-a-half furlong race. You were close, Washington. State on the West Coast? Yeah. Yeah, that's close. Um, So he was riding in a race. It was five and a half furlongs. Coming out of the gate, the horse kind of stumbled and then ducked, and he lost his irons coming out of the gate. He tried to recover his irons, but it was really muddy. And the boots were slipping. His boots were slipping. He couldn't get in the reins. The horse is, you know, running with the other horses at this point. So he's just trying to hang on. And he said he was going to pull her up going into the first turn. And he decided, hey, we're only 15 lengths behind and we're gaining ground. Now, keep in mind, they're 15 lengths behind at this point. But they were starting to gain ground. So he decided to stick with it. Stirrupless rode the 15 and a half furlongs and won the race. Dude. <laughs> He won it? <laughs> yes. From 15 lengths back at the start with no there stirrups was... and won the race. I bet there was some ice involved after that. <laughs> he, This horse was a two-year-old, I think. Uh, its name is Acacy. Acacy. 
A-K-A-S-I, Akasi. Uh, he f- finished third in all his previous starts, including a runner-up effort, and this was his first win. So broke the maiden, riding Sterilis for five and a half furlongs. So there you go. Alex, you get an extra daily. You get an honorary daily winnie today. You deserve that. No kidding. Yeah, that really is something. So let's hear from Kentucky Performance Products, and we're going to come back. Uh, I have a list, and then we'll do some really bad ads. I can't wait. He was her first love, the one that started it all. He taught her how to master the posting trot and navigate her first hunter course. They spent hours together exploring the trails and hanging out in the barn. His name was doodled on every page in her school notebook. His coat gleamed in the sun as he met her at the gate each day, snuffling for a treat. From the first time she saw him poking his head out of the stall, to the last time she patted him goodbye. He was, and always will be, her everything. This love story is brought to you by Nalox Advanced, providing complete support for a healthy digestive tract, which reduces the risk of colic and digestive upset. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. Hey, I have an announcement to make before we get into a list that I found on horseyhooves.com, which seems to have a lot of lists on that website. Uh, Next week is International Podcast Day. September 30th is International Podcast Day, and this is the once a year that we really ask for your help, and it doesn't involve money or anything like that. It doesn't involve becoming an auditor. It just involves helping us out a little bit here at the Horse Radio Network. And the way you can help next week is you can post about the show you like. So we know it's probably not our show, but, you know, we have other good shows like the Dressage (laughs) Show and Retired Racehorse Radio and Heels Down Happy Hour and all those other shows that we do here on the network. We would love for you to go on social media at one point next week and post about how much you love that particular show and post a link to it, uh, a link to the Horse Radio Network website, probably be the easiest way to do it. And we're going to have a way, we're going to announce on Monday, the first 50 people that do that, post on your Facebook about uh, how much you love one of our shows, and we're even going to give you graphics that'll help you out here. Uh, The first 50 people that do that are going to be able to get our Kentucky Performance Products Horse Radio Network Horsey stickers that were nice. exclusive on the tour that we did, and also one of the stickers for the roadshow, which we've only given away on the on the tour at this point. So you're going to be able to get those stickers. We'll mail them to you, and we're going to discuss how we can do that on Monday. But regardless of the stickers, we would appreciate your help to just get out and help promote the network. A study done last year of all podcasts, not just ours, but all podcasting, showed that 70% of new people coming to a show come to it through a referral from a friend. So we're asking you, if if all of you went out and promoted the show, I mean, we would we would increase our numbers 50% in one week. So that's what we're asking for next week. We'll remind you all on Monday. We'll talk about how you can qualify for the stickers. I was guessing that we have 50 left. I'll have to count. It might even be more than that. But we will send them out to you gladly, and uh, we would love to have your help. So that's next week for International Podcast Day. And I know I have done that. Uh, uh, I've been on their show. They do a 24-hour show for International Podcast Day to celebrate. So uh, I've been on that in the past. They haven't asked me this year. So 
they're over us now. <laughs> you know what's amazing is that they do 24 hours and yours is only 12. I mean, you better step it in. <laughs> I'm also honored to announce, has nothing to do with horses, but uh, I am honored to announce, you know Chris Kermitzos, who is the head of the second largest uh, podcasting conference called PodFest. Chris has been on our show a couple times, and I know Jamie knows him. Um, he asked Jemmy, former producer here on the show, and still is our producer for the network, um, Jemmy and I, to host the official PodFest podcast. So PodFest has never had their own podcast, uh, yet they're the second largest podcasting conference, and he asked us to host it. So we're going to be hosting that podcast coming up starting in October. We're very excited to kind of represent PodFest and to be the voice of PodFest, and I'm very excited about that. So uh, we, we were honored to be asked to do that, and I wanted to thank Chris for that. I have a quick list here. We won't take much time on this before we get to really bad ads, but uh, this was a list put out by horseyhooves.com. Horseyhooves.com. And it's the 12 extinct horse breeds you never knew existed. So what I'm going to give you guys a quiz and find out if you knew these existed or if you've ever heard of them, okay? Okay. The first you've probably heard of, because I think we've talked about it on the show, and it's the Narragansett Pacer. The Narragansett Pacer. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce that? Is yeah, that Narragansett. Like a... I know that because that's up in, in New England and my family grew up there. <clears throat> the Narragansett Pacer is the first horse breed ever created in the United States, developed in the 18th century in Rhode Island from a mixture of European and Spanish horses. Now extinct. So um, they think that George, one of George Washington's horses was a Narragansett Pacer. Oh. So there you go. That, you didn't hear that one? That one's not in your radar. I've heard of that one. Oh, did you? They were little, too. They were like 13 and a half to 14 and a half hands. You know, a lot of the horses back then were little. You think of, you know, the old cavalry horses and stuff as being large, but they really weren't. Because, you know, now, you fell off. You had to be able to get back on quick. It's true. <laughs> so, so. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah. That was another thing uh, Farm Boy said was when I had him walk Duke up to the mounting block. And he's like, I hope he doesn't to... find out of the show because this is going to be so much good material over the next. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Yeah, no, nobody it, um, better say anything. Do I need to get on your horse on this thing here? And I said, yes, yes. You need to mount every horse from a mounting block. I said, Duke is 28 years old and you're 6'5. You will tip him over. <laughs> it's like, get on. <laughs> Plus, they get used to, you know, people getting on from the mounting block, which helps. Um, <clears throat> so the second one I had never heard of is an Abaco. A-B-A-C-O. Abaco? Uh, Abaco Barb. Abaco Barb. You know that one? I don't. <laughs> it's a feral horse breed that lived in the great Abaco Island of Bahamas. I don't know. There was oh, an Abaco wow. Island. Uh, several theories exist about how the horses got to the island, although nobody's sure, you know, nobody knows for sure. I'm guessing the Spanish, because that seems to be where they all came from. Um, and uh, it's not around anymore. So. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, how about this? The Old English Black. You know, I looked at the picture of the Old English Black, and it looks like a grumpy Percheron with <laughs> tail cut off. It does look like a grumpy Percheron. Uh, during the Norman Conquest of 1066, William the Conqueror brought an army of European horses to England. These horses interbred with local mares, and they all ultimately created the Old English Black. So there's another—it does kind of look like a grumpy Percheron, but you can see yeah. why it was a war horse. Uh, 
It's actually the, the the reason we say grumpy is because the photo that they actually have, they don't have any pictures of it. It's a drawing. And it's one of those like old timey drawings where he's tied to the fence and his ears are pinned back. And yep. it's <laughs> if you think about it, though, if you look at those drawings from people from the medieval ages, they never smiled. They were all grumpy. So even people were you grumpy know, in this picture. about it as this way. You know, to cut the tail off, that's a fairly big surgery. And they've been doing that since, like, the 1066. Wasn't there, like, medicine? Was there, did they just chop it off and hope they didn't die? Like, did they leech, bleed them out? You know, like, who knows what they did to keep these horses happy? Interesting. So they say they uh, they think that they went out of, uh, they went into extinction dur- dur- uh, due to inbreeding in the Middle Ages. So. That's weird. I would never do that. Inbreeding in the Middle Ages? Who, who, who would think something like that? <laughs> the Norfolk Trotter. So that's a roadster. It was uh, English horse bred in the 15th century, used for carriages and things, also used for riding. And it's closely linked with King Henry VIII. In 1542, the king ordered that they maintain a number of trotting stallions, and these horses were essentially the forerunners of the Norfolk Trotter. So there you go. You can blame Norfolk Trotter on uh, King Henry VIII. They lived longer than his wives. <clears throat> the Turkoman horse. The Turkoman. You know what's interesting about the Turkoman horse? We should probably get through this a little faster. But the Turkoman horse is actually in. Um, would you DNA test your horse? It's one of the selections. Is that right? And I do believe that Thor had Turkoman in him. Well, there you go. They're extinct now, but Thor is still here. Yes. <laughs> the, the line lives on through the wild horses in North America. There was another one that was interesting. I'm not going to go through all. There were 15 of these, but the Galloway Pony. It was once popular in Northern England and Scotland in the 18th century, and they were used to haul lead. And these ponies also, some of the, the ancestors and the relatives of these ponies were brought over here to work in the mines. So they do believe that they had a major influence on the fell pony of today. So the Queen's horses were probably derived, you know, in the past from Galloway ponies. Nice. Now, I looked at that picture of that Anglo-Norman horse. That is a nice-looking horse. Holy cow. Yeah. And it turns out they were, they, people liked them so much that they used them in wars and they all died. There you go. Because <laughs> they were good horse. They listened to instructions very well. Then uh, there were some, a lot from the Far East um, that uh, I can't say any of the names of. Uh, there were a lot of the Spanish horses. The Spanish seemed to be the ones that led the way in horses, right? I mean, that's the ones we hear the most about here in the United States, obviously, because it was the Spanish that brought the horses. But uh, Helena and Jennifer went to went to the World Equestrian Center when they were here. She had the show Helena around the World Equestrian Center. And they were having a Pasifino show. And it was really funny to hear them talking about the Pasifino show. Because the Pasifinos are the ones that, run, that do the thing on those boards. <laughs> yeah. And they said you could hear it. From all over the place. (laughs) You could hear it all over the place was the Pasifino horses going. I drove through the other day and it appeared the Pasifinos were still there. So uh, they have a long show, the Pasifinos. And I've never actually sat and watched a whole one. I've seen a couple demonstrations of it. But uh, yeah, they said, so they're having a little bit of everything over there at the World Equestrian Center. Well, horseyhooves.com is where you can go to find the list and see some of these photos. Some are drawings, some are pictures. It's pretty fascinating. Good list, Glenn. All right. I'll post a link to that list if you want to see the pictures and see the rest of them in our show notes. But now it's time 
Pay it. I say, pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It's time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when we read some ads brought to you by you, sent to us from Craigslist or Facebook or somewhere like that. And it's brought to you by Horselovers.com. Horselovers has over 120,000 products, and you need to check out the deal of the day every day because they have some really good stuff on there. But they're also providing the prizes for this week or this month, and we're going to give them away next week. So you have one more week to get your entries in for these prizes. First up is Classic Equine Flexion Front Boots and I got to tell you, that's one of your sponsors over on Retired Racehorse Radio. And I wanted to give a shout out to Jay, who is the person that we talk to from over there. She's our contact. She also has her own podcast. And I got to spend a little bit of time with her at the HP conference last week. It was good to see her again. Flexion Technology provides individual abrasive resistant cells and provide protection never before seen on equine leg protection. So this is something that these are really nice. They're really made for trail riding as well, because a lot of their products are made for trail riding. So if you go out in the trails and you want some protection, check out Classic Equine Flexion Front Boots. The next one is your choice choice of an Enel bra. In port, uh, I can't talk, sorry. I mean, pursuit, we're both having trouble today. <laughs> in pursuit of the perfect bra, Enel recruited, recruited several <laughs> women for wear testing. Does anybody Enel. else want to do ads for us today, please? Oh, Lord, it's, gonna be, it's punctuation day for crying out loud. They teamed up with a leading authority on sports bra research. After extensive testing in a sports biomechanics lab, the Enel Sport Bra was introduced in 1993. Enel Sport has multiple sizes for high-impact activities and is the leading bra in the sports world. It's a bra backed by science people. And bonus, they have the zipper in the front. That ad makes me want one. Defender Platinum, <laughs> the next item is the Defender Platinum 1200 Denier Standard Turnout Sheet. So the, <laughs> the standard turnout sheet is the ultimate way to keep By your- <laughs> the way, the, the, the fact that you said that just made every woman shudder. Like it was super creepy. That's why I said it. Uh, the Defender Platinum <sighs> Standard Turnout Sheet is the ultimate way to keep your horse dry and comfortable no matter what the weather is. The 1200 Denier outer shell is durable and waterproof and breathable. It features adjustable dual front closures, shoulder gussets for freedom of movement, crisscross surcingles, and all the other stuff that you expect. It also has a tail flap strip for nighttime visibility. This is over $450 in prizes that were given away this month. So the way you qualify is to send your ads in to jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. Even if we don't read yours on the air, you will be eligible for the prizes. And we have a lot of people, don't we, that didn't quite make it to the air this week. That's okay. And also remember, if you record your voice reading your ad, you get double the entries. We have so a lot you get of those two today, chances. Too. Do yeah, we? Yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, maybe they'll do better than us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would like to thank Rochelle, Marie, Tiana, Carrie, Laurie, Clark, all these guys for sending in their ads. They didn't make it, but we have some more 
from lots of people. And Laureen is up first. Read her. Oh, God. You better do it in her accent. No, I'm not sure this is her. Jennifer said this said Lori. So I think we, I don't know. Lori Barton. Her name is Laureen Barton. I don't know. She said she, she said, wasn't sure it was Laureen because of the way it came through. So she sends really bad ads all the time. So yeah, it's Laureen. I have the horse for sale female I'll buy for my daughter, but I don't need any more. $1,800. I got that horse for sale. She have around 14 year old call. Happy punctuation day, everybody. <laughs> it's amazing. There's parentheses around the name of the town. So there's that. I have... I don't even know what I read. Play Abby's. Okay, let's play Abby's. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Glenn. Hi. Just happened to be browsing Craigslist and found an ad, a really bad ad, from Cocoa, Florida for a grade quarter horse, $2,000. Four-year-old. She's been trail road. I wouldn't put a beginner on her. She needs more experience. Doesn't spook. Fabulous ground manners. She's a boss mare. Loads, ties, baths, I haven't clipped her. Stands great for farrier. Hope y'all enjoy this really bad ad. Hopefully it doesn't break Jamie's brain. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> that was broken a while ago. Abby. Yeah, that's, e- that's easily done. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one comes from Debbie, and this is down in Ocala, Florida, but I, I you just can't read this without having a southern accent. I don't know how you're going to read this. Talk about punctuation. There ain't none. There's, a, I mean, happy <laughs> punctuation day. But the, the title of the Craigslist ad is Quarter Horse Baby Horse. <laughs> it's a quarter horse baby horse for $3,000. And there is not a lick of punctuation nor capitalization. Ooh, I stand corrected. I will read the one punctuation they used. We'll be up to date with shots and deworm he eats on his own already. He also come with every thing I have for him like new Larther halter, lead rope, space comma, feed bucket, space comma, water bucket, salt block holder, space, space comma, bathing shampoo, grooming supplies. I've never had the time to register him, so he is being sold with out papers. He has a great temper, no mean bone in him. He is a quarter horse once full grown. He should be around 15 or 15 to hands will make a nice horse for someone. I also accept payments, but he will stay with me once paid it off. Then he can leave delivery is delivery also available for call or text for more. <laughs> he never did say how old it was. It was just a baby horse. I don't horse. know what the heck I just read. <laughs> I was, I'm so sorry. I was reading carefully to see how old he was, and uh, there's nothing in there to indicate. He could be a baby horse that's two. He could be a baby horse that's uh, six months. But see, there his his the, you would think like maybe that period button on his keyboard didn't no. work, but it does because he said fifteen or fifteen point two hands. So I know. it works. Yeah, it does work. Yeah. Scott sent the next one Thank in. Scott baby. always has good ones. Hey, this is Scott from Virginia with a bad ad from just a user on Facebook that Jessica Troops sent me. And it starts ISO Unicorn Horse. Buckle up, Facebook people, because I'm on the hunt for a unicorn. Yes, a glittering, farting, mythical animal, unicorn. With Sterling <laughs> starting to outgrow his best friend Peck, we're going to start the hunt for the mythical small child's horse, the animal that is part saint and part high functioning alcoholic. 
I'm looking for something along the lines of an old rope horse or an old rainer. You know, the war veterans of the horse world. Something that wants to sit on the porch at 9 a.m. and drink scotch and doesn't talk about his days in NAM. He openly hates his children, but still has a pocket full of hard candies and $2 bills for the grandkids. In the same breath, he'll tell you that you put on weight, but that the grandchildren are perfect how they are. We want that horse. Gets the job done while also reminding you that your long hair makes you look like a hippie and you need a haircut. We want broke. Not your hard-mouthed rocket donkey your kids have sawed the bottom jaw off with a Tom Thumb bit and a nylon head stall. I'm talking a mouth softer than butter and neck reins on a dime. Broke means brattles up, pivots full 380, walk, trot, lope, and stops. I'm not looking for your llama in a saddle that steers like a freight train. <laughs> Maintenance is okay. We know the good ones need some extra love, and I'm pretty sure we already own half the vet hospital, so what's a little more? Willing to travel. If, by the grace of God, someone has this horse and you're ready to see it teach the next generation a cowboy, let me know. Let me get that unicorn off the feed bill. Good hope guaranteed. Little boy's love included. I got a ba- quarter horse baby horse for you for $3,000. He takes payments. I mean, but you know what? <laughs> you, don't t- t- you can't take it till all them payments is made. Okay. <laughs> Laura sent the next one in. It's our trailer of the week. It's a, get this. Is it? Is it a well, trailer? Well, it is, sort of. It's a 1960 horse trailer dual tandem axle. A-X-A-L. An axle. It's for $200. The price is right. Let me read about this, and then we'll tell you what it looks like. Ideal to make into a lawn service utility trailer. Also electric brakes. Good tires. Electric needs to be replaced. Well, then it doesn't have electric brakes. Working on getting getting the title. Yeah, I bet you are. It's a 1960. Where are you going to get the title? So this one... This one is the bottom part of a horse trailer. It looks like it was a two-horse round-fronted trailer at one time, except there's no sides anymore. They're completely gone. And there's just a couple of the side uh, posts sticking up, the metal posts that held the sides together. A few of them, but it doesn't look like they're complete either. So you get the bottom half of the trailer. The wheels are sunk into dirt about five to seven inches. You can't tell whether they're flat or not. And it's in the middle of a very large field in the, what looks like Texas. I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's white, though. So they painted over the rust before you come out and see it. Uh, I don't know what you're going to use this for. Maybe a lawnmower would be a good bet. Uh, But no title and um, It's like there's pillars. It's like pillars on a (laughs) a square. And if you look, it was round-fronted at the front because the frame for that is still there, too. They've just pilfered all the sides off of it. Yeah. So, and I'm sure the jack works in the front. I'm positive of that. Oh, yeah. sure, sure yeah. does. Uh, Cassidy sent in. Oh, well, wait next... a minute. Oh, Monica wait, we have an audio one. one. Yeah. Ooh. Hi, this is Monica calling from Vermont with a really bad ad. Hi, Monica. And it's from the Oklahoma City <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> yes. Hell Sorry, yeah, Jamie. it is. Come on. The title is One Large Horse and Two Small Ponies, $1,700. And it reads, one large Soriel paint horse, two small ponies, one female red and white paint pony, and the other is a male brown and white paint pony. The female pony has a slight limp, needs to be seen by a shoe fairy. I'm not done editing this <laughs> post, but for more info, call. My I love favorite the part shoe is fairy. the shoe fairy. <laughs> Don't we all wish we had a shoe fairy? Glenn, you know how I was late this morning? Um, I had a shoe fairy out this morning. Oh, did you? So yeah, yeah. I did. Do they wings? Um, my, my, my first 
string shoe fairy is out of town. So I have a second string shoe fairy who had to come on and put shoes on a horse yesterday. And then second string shoe fairy, uh, I called him today because I think she had a hot nail. And so I said, shoe fairy, please spread your magic dust on my farm. And dude, he was actually driving by. Points for shoe fairy number two comes over and is literally at my house in 12 minutes. Did your shoe fairy appreciate being called a shoe fairy? No, shoe fairy two. This is number two. Yeah, but number one, she'd probably love it. (laughs) But the the shoe fairy number two, I'm guessing, would not like being called a shoe fairy. He's a big, tough Italian guy. No, No. he probably would not appreciate (laughs) it. Not even shoe fairy one. He's shoe fairy two. But he came out, pulled the nail. Not a hot nail. So there's something else going on. Anyway, Cassidy sent the next one in. I love that shoe fairy. I'm going to use that all the time now. (laughs) You know, we're going to see that in the auditor room now from now on. Oh, yeah. Bring me your shoe fairies. Um, Cassidy said, and this is from the Indiana Horse and Tack Facebook page. I swear to God, it's like, did you you make up the fact that it's punctuation day, Glenn? No, it is. Really, it is. Because the next two ads I'm going to read, my brains are going to break if it hasn't already. Um, Looking... Looking to find these horses new homes. I can't be here to take care of them. My aunt, A-N-T, all A-L-L, ready, R-E-A-D-Y, Hase, H-A-S-E, the number three on here own. The first one is a boy and the other one, I'd, a girl for the girl is... (laughs) 15. This must be one, and this is a screenshot. We are not making this up. <laughs> one comma five zero zero and the doy. We won't. One five zero zero locate. Oh my god, this has New to be Carlisle. one of the worst bad ads ever. Because I have Cass- no idea what Cassidy. Wow. <laughs> oh we gave you a job and you you've nailed it. There wow. is spell check on every computer and phone, isn't there? I don't know. I mean, clearly doy is a word. <laughs> the other one, I'd a girl for the girl. Hase, H-A-S-E, is that a word? No, that's not. <laughs> it's not a word. This Chad, look, this is the worst ad of ever. I, it's up <laughs> it's there. It's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. And then the picture of there's the two horses and it looks like one, the forelock is like in a ball because of all the briars that are in his forelock. And the other one is kicking at a fly on its belly, walking away. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> I, I, I that's the closest they could get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Heather sent the last He's up by the fence. Take a picture. Quick. <laughs> Heather sent the last of the audio ones in. Let's listen to Heather. Hi, this is Heather here with a really bad ad Hi, that I found on the local Craigslist. Heather. It says, very good horse we won in a raffle. <laughs> Didn't have anywhere to put him. About eight years old and can dance. Asking $2,000 <laughs> or best offer, saddle included. And there's this picture of this horse that's kind of this random white horse and they've like crossed out the person from the picture i i don't know there's so many questions about this what sort of raffle were you entering why did you enter if you don't have a place to put the horse (laughs) did you win the saddle with the raffle i don't know it's very confusing anyway horse from a raffle thanks (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about you, but I want that horse. Send there, me that. Heather, were, send me that information. There were probably 1,500 people that entered that really wanted the horse and could have taken care of it, and this person won. And this person won. I, yeah. Did I ever tell you I entered a raffle for a Frisian foal? 
<laughs> no, did you? you obviously and didn't I, win. <laughs> I did not have enough money to, you know, like I would put, you know, the change on the floor and I'd be like, I'll take 38 cents of gas. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I paid $25 for a raffle ticket on this. It was at Equitana in 1997. Yeah, 1798, one of those. And uh, I did not win this full. And I think I cried for like three days. So, <laughs> But uh, you know what? I couldn't have taken care of a baby horse. What was I thinking? I'd be selling it like this person did. Do you, you know, we have two relatives that actually won Mustangs. Uh, in the raffles. Is it called winning a Mustang in a raffle, or are you just buying it? No, you're, <laughs> no, like, it was uh, like $25 and they, at the county fair. They won Mustangs. They sold yeah, them they shortly after. they literally sell them for $25. Yes. No, okay. no, this was a new, brand new. Have one. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the car. $50,000 Oh, I see. Car. You can't talk about Mustangs and not think oh, I'm going to think of the horse. <laughs> sorry, this You're is a $50,000 car. car. Yeah. <laughs> They ended up selling them because the the taxes for winning it are like twelve thousand. So they ended up selling them so they could pay the taxes. Yeah, boy. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) Olivia sent the next one. That's ridiculous. And then here I am, like you could buy a Mustang for twenty five dollars. Why would you not just buy a Mustang? Why would you throw your money into caution? Um, Olivia sent the next one in. We have seen every spelling of the word thoroughbred. (laughs) We've seen every spelling of the word thoroughbred. Except for this one. And now we can add this one to the list. We should have a list of all the ways people have misspelled thoroughbred. Okay, this is Tororo Achbred. (laughs) (laughs) Tororo Achbred racehorses for $7,000 in Polo, Missouri. Is that Missouri? Yeah, I think. I I, I like the inflection. That's really good. Adds to it. You know what? We'll go with that. Let's uh, it. it <laughs> <laughs> Tororo. Um, I have a friend that's Who ready. listens to this stupid stuff? Is Missouri a little twangy, Chad? If you're If you're still twangy. listening to this, God bless you. We have no idea <laughs> why. There are literally nobody. You know who's listening? Chad. Chad. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> if anybody's li- we want to know. If any auditors are still listening to this crap, when you get to thoroughbred, we want to know. Post in the audit room. I want, yeah, I want you to have a secret code word and just have, write, write what you think I just said. Tororo bread. I want you to write that down. And that means you've listened this far because this ad is fantastic. Here we go. And I just had Chad, he said, this is the middle of nowhere. So I have a friend that is ready to start sailing. Like S A I L I N G. I have a friend that's ready to start sailing some of his race horses. These horses will vary, V E R Y, in price. Space, space, period, no space. He has been buying and breeding these nice houses for several years. Space, space, period. I am feathering. At least these four today, but call for info on the rest. The first one is three year old with eight mounts of training and has sham breading. And it, I'm sorry, I'm getting didn't hungry. Sham just reading influence, this ad. Didn't sham influence a thoroughbred breed in the 1500s or something? I have no idea. <laughs> They've traced this horse all the way back to the foundation sires, the three foundation Arabians. Sham, my God. 
Yeah, Google Wind Sham. I, I'm looking it up. <laughs> it's the Marguerite Henry book. I mean, it's King of the Wind, okay? So, Sham Breading, and his name is Apolly? Apostrophe S? Tribute. This, oh, space, period. This gray mare is carrying, carrying, like C-A-R-I-G, a foal that is five-time over beating of secretariat call okay that makes sense ran in 1973 against secretariat oh that's him yes not the foundation no, no. Of, okay no. see where my brain went i doubt this person could read that far back i don't even think sham bred that many horses anyway well, it's really rare obviously <laughs> i've had eight mounts of training and sham breading and his name is up up apopoli's tribute this gray mare is carrying a foal that is five time over beating of secretariat call for price space space comma. This mare has one hundred and fifty thousand dollars of track winnings her self and a yearling coat. Chief Hawkster is time secretariat. What with the white sock as well? <laughs> what am I reading? Deliver can be arranged. Oh. Can I tell you they spelled the horse's name wrong? Because I just looked it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. It's I'm Apollo's surprised. tribute, not this a police a, tribute. A, a poly apostle. Okay. Anyway, okay. deliver can be arranged. Please call only if they. <laughs> what? Please call only they do not have internet service yet. Space, space, comma, space, thank you. So I I will tell you. <laughs> wow, I need a. I'm sorry, I need a drink. <laughs> that I looked it up. Apollo's tribute, just to add to this conversation, uh, had four starts, one second, one third, with the total earnings of seven hundred and twenty-two dollars. So not uh, oh, but the mare <laughs> and her yearling coat. Uh, oh Lord, have mercy. Um, so let me let me just say this that recently I had um thoroughbred mare comfort training and I had to send it home because it was only sound in one leg. Um, so I, and they were like, well, you know what? She does have secretariat as her great granddad. So I'm pretty sure she's special. And I was like, do you know how many horses <laughs> have secretariat as their great grandfather? About 3 million. Yeah. <laughs> so do not breed this horse. Breed the best of the best. You get the best. This is not the best. And you will not find the best to breed it to. And do not breed this horse. Anyway, that was my. I wonder I'm how many really offspring there are in that lineage. Oh, can you mind? Man, you know what? This horse goes all the way back to Man of War. You know what? So to 9,627,000 others that are currently alive. <laughs> yeah, they all started there pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's our bad ads oh, for today. You guys God, delivered you guys, on punctuation day. You delivered. I mean, well that done. Is, that <laughs> one is really good, Olivia. Wow. You're my new friend. <laughs> There's so, a lot of good ones today. Yeah, there was. There was a lot of good ones today. That one from uh, from uh, Indiana Horse and Tech <laughs> was something else. All, All right, I everybody. I want that dancing white horse to sell it for the raffle. You said, hey, you, I think it does. Heather, you send me that information because yes. I don't want it. <laughs> she wants the dancing white horse. And um, remember, Tararo Bread, if you have listened, <laughs> if you've this, listened far. this far. And if you've made it this far, we're going to do a little bit of a post show for the auditors. So hang on. We have no plan for the post show. So it might be short. I don't know. You have to listen and see if you've made it this far. There's nobody listening. Why do it? Spain neuter geld. Why do people listen? I have no idea. Even Chad left. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Okay. That's fine. <laughs>